If you have your Bibles, open your Bibles to the book of Genesis. This word, this this name for God, Jehovah Jireh, is found only once in the Old Testament. Amen. It's found only once in the Old Testament. Amen. It's found in Genesis chapter 22 and verse 14. Now, I'll give you the backdrop in a minute, but let's just read it today. Amen. Chapter uh, Genesis chapter 22, verse 14. And it says, And Abram called the name of that place Jehovah Jireh. The Lord will provide. Amen. As it is said to this day, in the mount of the Lord, it will be provided. Then the angel of the Lord called to Abraham a second time from heaven and said, By myself I have sworn, declares the Lord, because you have done this thing. Watch this now. And have not withheld. See, we want him to be Jehovah Jireh, but we hold back. Come on now. You want him to provide for you, but you don't release nothing to him. See, that was the test. Uh-oh, I'm in the sermon already. Watch what he said. Because you have not withheld your son. Watch this now. Indeed, I will greatly, watch the text, bless you. And I will greatly multiply your seed as the stars of the heavens. And as the sand which is on the seashore. And you and your seed shall possess the gate of their enemies. I want to talk about this morning God as Jehovah Jireh. Amen. The Old Testament name for God. um, Jehovah Jireh. Found once in the Bible. In the on the backdrop, amen, of a story that is so powerful. We find that Abram and Sarah had waited, amen, 50 years for the promise to come to pass. We find that they've waited and they've waited and finally the day has arrived. I don't know about you this morning, but have you ever had to wait for something? Some of you are in a waiting period right now. You're in a holding pattern right now. And you're wondering in your mind and you're wondering in your heart, when is God going to turn my situation around? Amen. You see, when we talk about God providing, it's not just money. Come on, somebody. It, It may just be peace. It may just be Joy, it may be your breakthrough that you're waiting for. And you're saying, God, when will you provide my breakthrough? Do I have a witness? We find that Abram and Sarah had waited for this child. The child is here. Come on, somebody. The child is here. And if you back up a little bit, amen. God told Abram, amen. Look, If you look at verse 1. Of chapter 22, he says, now it came about after these things. What things? Amen. That God tested Abram, Abraham, and said to him, Abraham, 
And he said, here I am. He said, take now your son. Oh, I wish I had somebody. Your only son whom you love, Isaac, and go to the land of Moriah and offer him there as a burnt offering on one of the mountains of which I will tell you. Now listen. They've waited. They have believed. And sometimes, you know, when, when we look at how God operates, right? We're like, God, you know, and, and, I, and I see people go through stuff like this in their minds, in their lives. God tells you to wait on something. Then when the waiting is over, then God says, give it back. Come on, somebody. That just didn't make any sense to me. But 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 God says he's testing Abraham. See, what God wants to know from all of us today. Are we in love with the blessing or the blesser? That's the test. God wanted to know from Abram, did he Abraham, did he love him his son more than him? And I believe that's the issue when it comes down to wondering and asking yourself a question. God as Jehovah Jireh, amen. Will he provide if I release? A lot of us got that question. If I let go of this, if I let go of that, if I let, you know, watch this. The only reason we're holding on to that mess in our lives sometimes because we don't know what life will look like without it. Do I have anybody? And there comes a time when you got to release some things and realize that no matter if you have to do it on your own, you got to pay that rent on your own. You got to pay that car note on your own. Come on, somebody, that God will provide everything you need. Come on, somebody. Some of us are stuck in places we won't leave because we don't believe that God will provide. Come on, help me this morning. Somebody say amen. The Bible's clear that he waited and he waited and he waited. And finally, watch this. The day came for the child to be born. He's weaned. And then God tells him, now bring that boy up here. Let's sacrifice him. Now, a lot of you need to understand something. Your relationship with God has to go deeper. Than just Sunday. Come on and say amen. Because if you have a Sunday kind of God. He's only going to show up on Sunday. Come on somebody. But if you have a God that goes with you when you leave here. Monday through Saturday. Then whatever he asks you to do. You will do it. Why? Because you know him past Sunday. Come on say amen this morning. The Bible's clear. The Bible's clear. Look what it says. It says, verse 3, the only way you can do this is if you know him past Sunday. Watch verse 3. So Abram rose early. He didn't, he didn't give him no back talk. He didn't ask why. Some of you all, you always asking why. God, why? 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 How come? Why come? All this other stuff. Amen. Watch the text. The text says, so Abram rose early in the morning and saddled his donkey and took two of his young men with him and Isaac, his son. Watch this now. The Bible says he didn't talk back to God. He obeyed God. Can I help you with something? If you're going to see God as Jehovah Jireh in your life, the first thing you got to do is obey. No matter how difficult 
the situation or whatever he's asking you to do, you have to obey. Are you following me? You have to what? Obey. We go to verse 14 now. Amen. And we come down, right? And we, we go, actually, let's go to verse 10. I'm sorry, verse 9. Then they came at the place of which God had told him. And Abram built an altar, built the altar there and arranged the wood and bound his son Isaac and laid him on the altar on top of the wood. There's a second point here I want to show you. And it's, it's, it's not my formal points, it's just my points. <laughs> Watch this. You ready? Whatever it is that you're holding on to, that you won't release so God can stop providing, if you won't let it go, lay it on the altar. You got to lay it. Come on and help me somebody. You got to lay your doubt on the altar. You got to lay your fears at the altar. You got to lay whatever it is that you're trying to, to get from God or to seek God for. Lord, I lay it at the altar. See, a lot of times people won't release certain things from their lives because they don't know life without disabilities. Life without dysfunction. Life without downcast. Life without depression. Life without, come on somebody, being delusional. But I stopped by to tell you, what you got to do is understand one thing. That whatever God asked, God's been asking you to lay it on the altar. God's been asking you to bring it to the altar. And you got to sacrifice it to the Lord in order for you to see how he will provide. You got to let it go. Do I have anybody? You got to let that child go. Come on somebody. You got to let that difficult spouse go. Come on, somebody. You got to let that boyfriend go. And that side piece and that three piece and all them other pieces you got on the side. You got to let them go. And you got to realize something that the God we serve is powerful. Are you with me? Jehovah Jireh. The word Jehovah, for instance. First of all, the word Jehovah means the existed one. That's what that means. It, it means that he does exist. But the word Jehovah also means Lord. The Hebrew word means also to be. Amen. To exist. Amen. It also suggests to become. From the unknown to the known. Ah, shoot. I just lost you right there. The Hebrew word means, what? To be. In other words, God is, if you would, real. See, you can't come to God thinking that, oh, there they go again. The church want my money. Yeah, you know, you can't have that mindset about God if you're going to seek, listen, you're seeking him for provision, but you don't believe that he is. You don't believe that he can be all that to you. You don't even believe that he exists. Can I tell somebody something? He's pure actuality with no potentiality. He exists in eternity and he looks down the corridor of time. 
In other words, God does not exist in time. He created time for us so that we, watch this, can rely on him. God already knew what he was going to do. Abraham already knew and trusted that God knew what he was going to do. And I believe that's how we got to approach God. You know what? Don't just say it, believe it. I believe God already knows what's going to happen. I already know what God's going to do. Now, Jehovah Jireh is the symbolic name given to God or given at Mount Moriah. What Abram was doing, he was memorializing the moment. (laughs) Amen. That God would provide a substitute. Amen. For the sacrifice that he was about to give. I want to help somebody with something today. The Bible says in verse 10, it says, Abraham stretched out his hand, took the knife to slay his son, verse 11. But the angel of the Lord called to him from heaven and said, Abraham, Abraham. He said, here I am. He said, do not stretch out your hand against the lad, not the lad, or do nothing to him. For now I know. Can I ask you a question? Does God know that you really believe him? Have you done anything to show him? Oh, I wish I had somebody. That that God can testify that he knows about you. What did he know about Job? He knew Job. He said, he said to Satan, he said, listen, go on, man. You can do whatever you want to do to my boy. Guess what? He gonna pass that test. Can I ask you a question? Can God testify about you? Come on, somebody. That it that watch this, that if he brings you to the moment of testing, that you will pass the test. He said, I don't know yet, Pastor. I'm still working on that. <laughs> watch this now. Watch the text. Watch the text. So 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 my next point, I guess, if you want my next point. Amen. Watch it. Let me let me finish this. Let me finish this first. For now I know what? That you what? You see. If you fear God, you release everything to him. And, and that fear means reverence. A lot of people don't fear God. A lot of people don't believe that he exists. That he's real. That, watch this, that he's relevant. Because they're thinking about this Old Testament God. They're thinking about this God who sits in the sky and, and, and punishes everybody. But that's not the God I know. The God I know is relational. Come on, somebody. The God I know is relevant. The God I know is real. And can I tell you something? If you yield your life completely to him, he will change you. Do I have anybody? But look what he says. Now I know that you fear God since you have not withheld. Can I ask somebody here this morning? What are you holding back from God? How is it you come to church every week and you're still the same? See, what you're doing is you're holding back. Watch this. You're, you're serving him on the outside. Come on, somebody. But what about your heart? We cannot compartmentalize God. Put him in one area. Just, you know, I just put... You know, I, I'm asking somebody here today. I don't know. I don't know who I'm talking to. What's hard for God? 
Now, do you believe nothing is hard for? And as Jehovah Jireh, you got to understand that before he gives you, he wants to know what you're going to do. <laughs> look, look at the text. It's in the text. The text says, now I know. You, you watch this. You won't withhold nothing from me. Can, can I ask you something? What can God get from you? Anybody want to give it all? Y'all think I'm talking about money. <laughs> I already know. I already know. Let me ask this question. Let me ask this question. Can he have all of you? Y'all ain't saying. Y'all ain't saying. Y'all, y'all not. Y'all not. Can he have all of you? I mean, all of you. I mean, everything concerning you. I know some people like that in this church. They'll give it all. Their time, their talent, their treasure. And I want to tell you something, whoever you are, that's why you're blessed. Because you have Jehovah Jireh. But some of us won't put it all at the altar. We'll put some of it. We'll put the things that we're going through right now, not the residue things that's been with us all of our lives. We won't put the job. We won't put, come on somebody, the difficult situations that we feel. So, so, so the text says in verse 13, he, I'm sorry, he says that you have not withheld your son, your only son from me. Said, you didn't hold back. How can you expect God to provide for you, but you always holding back? He can't. He can. He only get a piece of your time. Say ouch, amen, or thank you anytime you feel like it, because that that's appropriate. That's that's appropriate. Watch verse thirteen. Then Abraham raised his eyes and looked. Watch this now. And behold, behind him, a ram caught in a thicket by his horns. Now, I'm just saying, who wouldn't serve a God who could even take the animals? The, the ram got caught. The ram, that ram. I feel sorry for that ram that day. He, he wasn't going to make it. See, he, he, matter of fact, he didn't make it. But but he became part of the story. He became part of the story. The ram. Can I tell you what the who the ram is? Jesus Christ. That's the ram. That's the ram. That's Jesus in the Old Testament, because he was the one that would be sacrificed to pay the price for all of our sin. Thank you. Jehovah Jireh. See, I'm not looking at Jehovah Jireh to fill my bank account. I'm looking for Jehovah Jireh that saved my soul. Come on, somebody. He's a ram. And that ram was for that sin offering. Come on, somebody. That's Jesus. And God knows how to provide for himself what he needs, watch this, to satisfy, watch this, the requirements that he has in your life. Come on and say amen.
And Abraham went and took the ram and offered him up for a burnt offering. Tell your neighbor, in my place. In my place. He he took my place. You know, I was reading in Acts the other day about Barabbas. In the book of Acts, Peter, Peter just called it like it is. Peter said, this is what Peter said. Peter said he was a murderer. But Jesus took his place. Jesus took the place of a murderer on Calvary. Come on and help me somebody. And, and what we find here is that he took his place of his son. So write this down. God is Jehovah driver. He's sovereign. He's sovereign. Verse 14. He called the place. Let me go and sit down somewhere. He called the name of that place. Because I'm feeling this. The Lord will provide. I thank God. That he provided a substitute for me. Do I have anybody this morning? Who understand what I'm talking about. Because I could not pay the price. For the sinful life that I had. Do I have anybody? So not only. Verse verse 14 says. he, He named the place. He memorialized the place. He came to know God. As Jehovah Jireh. Watch this. The Lord will provide. Watch this. He said to this day in the mount, the Lord, mount of the Lord, it will be provided. So the next thing you got to know about God being Jehovah Jireh, watch this, and I need to help somebody with this. He's faithful. I'm going to say it one more time. I need you to grab that. I need you to hold on to that for a minute. Because when you start panicking, I want you to take the toughest thing in your life. And I need you to bring it to the altar. Tie it down. Will you please? <laughs> Problem is y'all leave a little loose. <laughs> and then it go right back in your life. <laughs> Let it go. Let it loose. Tie it down so that, watch this, so that God can take it. And provide you something different. It is Jesus that we're talking about. He's faithful, saints. Verse 16. Verse 15. Then the angel of the Lord called to Abraham a second time from heaven. Said, by myself I've sworn, declares the Lord. Because you have done. Watch this. Ready? I already covered that. But because you have done this, declares the Lord. Because you have done this thing. And not and have not withheld what? Your what? Your only son. Your son. Your only son. The third thing is God as Jehovah Jireh, He wants to see if you will hold back. God as Jehovah Jireh, he wants to see if you will hold back. 
See, a lot of people are not seeing him as Jehovah Jireh. You're just getting a paycheck. You're not seeing beyond that. Last week, this church, we got to see him. Wasn't you giving? Don't ever think that's you. Amen. It, it, it is God who has given you and he wants to see, will you let it go? And some of you have shown, man, that you believe him. Some of you have shown. Let me just say something. Let me just say something. Listen, where your treasure is, there's your heart. Okay, so so that's 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 a subtle issue. But watch this. God wants to see what you're going to hold back. Because he's not just going to. People think God is a genie. You just rub him and he's going to give you what you want. You know what I mean? You just you know you just do all these different things. You know, but he's not. He wants to see as Jehovah Jireh now. What you gonna hold back? And lastly, you gotta know one thing about him as Jehovah Jireh. Look at verse seventeen. Indeed, I will greatly what? Notice the word greatly there. You know what the word greatly means? The word greatly in the Hebrew in the Hebrew language. Is Barak. Barak. Not Barack Obama. <laughs> but Barack. You, you know what the word you know what the word Barak means? To bless. And when you take the two words and you put it together in the Hebrew, when he says greatly, what? Greatly blessed. Watch this. Watch this. It's a compound word, so so you got to watch what watch what happens to the word in the Hebrew. Watch this now. When you put them together, it means abundantly blessed. Barak me this morning, Lord. Barak me this Lord this morning, Lord, because I know you as Jehovah. Listen, abundantly bless my children. Uh, abundantly bless, come on somebody, my, my life, my mind, my heart, change me into the man you want me to be, God. Change me into the woman you want me to be, God, because I know you as Jehovah Jireh. The last thing you need to know, he holds your blessings in his hands. Jehovah Jireh is holding your blessings. Look what he says. And indeed, I will greatly bless you. And I will greatly. There's that word Barak again. Watch this. Multiply your seed as the stars. You know what that means? That's legacy. That's legacy. And can I tell you something? This promise came to pass. Because you and I are part of that seed. In Abraham through Jesus Christ. So we are the blessed seed. Now why aren't we living abundantly blessed? Maybe we're holding back. The text says. Not only the seed but the stars. What God is doing here. Is illustrating the word now in the Hebrew language you got to understand one thing the Hebrew language the Greek language for the intellectual the Hebrew language 
it, it paints pictures. So watch how he illustrates Barak. <laughs> Come on, y'all. Look what he said. He said, seeds. I'm sorry, stars. Can you count the stars? Has anybody ever been able to count the stars? Watch this, watch this, watch this. Sand. Can you count all the sand on the seashores? Impossible. What I'm trying to say to you is that when you know him as Jehovah Jireh, you stop counting your blessings because you are abundantly blessed. Listen, you stop counting your coins. I remember when I couldn't keep a quarter. <laughs> Y'all ain't trying to hear me. Listen, if I had a quarter laying around, it, boy, I thought I was doing something. I couldn't keep a quarter. I was so broke I couldn't pay attention. Scraping up money for cigarettes. Smoking butts from on the street. Oh, y'all ain't trying to hear him. Let me tell you something. When I tell you he been brought me a long way, you better hear me this morning. Now, oh, I wish I had somebody. I'm not just blessed with resources. I'm blessed with my right mind. I'm blessed with a right heart. I'm blessed with joy. I'm blessed with peace. I'm blessed with long-suffering. Why? Because I have the fruit of the Spirit in my life. It's like the sand of the sea. On the seashores, he says, and your seed shall possess the gate of the enemy. In your seed, all the nations of the earth shall be blessed. Why? Because you obeyed. Can you imagine this? Things can change in your family right now. Things can change for the next generation, for your children and your children's children, and for the next generation if all we do is obey his voice. Listen, I'm going to stop right here to say this today. I got six minutes. Dougie Fresh, y'all. I'm sorry. <laughs> Amen. I'm just, I'm just playing. Listen, I got six minutes. And maybe today, you need to bring it, whatever that is, whatever you're holding on to, to the altar. To release it so that you can experience. Listen, I saw last week a people of God who are de who's desiring greater but you know what I saw last week a group of people who really believe God saints I want to tell you something he's Jehovah Jireh so that means that no matter what you think what you're working so hard I'm working so hard man. I'm working so you don't have to work that hard. Matter of fact, you overworking yourself. When all you have to do is obey and release. Obey and release. Obey and release. Release that stuff. Release it. Release it. Release it. Release it. 
to the Lord. Put it on the altar. Put your life on the altar. Put it all the way on the altar. Don't, don't have one foot in, one foot out. Put it all. And watch what he does.